The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope this August morning is finding you well. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, August 11th, 2022, Thursday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. Clair of Assisi. Born in 1194, she refused to marry at the age of 15. She was moved by the dynamic preaching of Francis and he became her lifelong friend and spiritual guide. At 18, Claire escaped from her father's home. She was met on the road by friars carrying torches, and in the poor little chapel, she received a rough woolen habit, exchanged her jeweled belt for a common rope with knots in it, and sacrificed her long tresses to Francis Scissors. He placed her in a Benedictine convent. Sixteen days later, her sister Agnes joined her, Others came. They lived a simple life of great poverty, austerity, and complete seclusion from the world. That was all according to a rule which Francis gave them as a second order. At age 21, Francis obliged Claire under obedience to accept the office of abbess, once one she exercised until her death. She served the sick and washed the feet of the begging nuns, She came from prayer, it was said, with her face so shining it dazzled those about her. She suffered serious illness for the last 27 years of her life, and having received a vision of the community's Vespers service when she was confined to bed, Claire was designated the patron saint of television. St. Claire died in 1253. St. Claire, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for small and medium-sized businesses in the midst of economic and social crisis. May they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, today we find out that Peter had a bunch of worries that were bouncing around in his head. He had seen the Lord touch so many souls with, with his great kindness and with his mercy and above all, his powerful ability to forgive sins. And so Peter clearly understood that he too, in some way, would have to forgive those who had wronged him. So in his head, he was going back and forth about this. He was probably thinking of some specific incident in his life 
maybe it was like a, a deep humiliation he had suffered or or maybe somebody had like disdained him or done him some wrong in his business and ran off with his hard-earned money. So he's thinking, should I forgive that guy who hurt me? In fact, I, in fact, I've already forgiven him. But then the guy went on and did it again. With this brazen attitude, he did it again. This guy's driving me nuts, he's thinking. You can just feel the temperature you know, rise in Peter's mind. And so he's starting to get like really worked up about this. And he's going around in circles. So he decides to go and ask Jesus about how often he should let this keep going. Surely, he thinks, he'll be reasonable and agree that this guy, well, he deserves to be put in his place. So he goes to ask the Lord, Lord, how often must I forgive my brother if he wrongs me? As often as seven times? It's like he's saying, well, that, that seven times is pretty much like that's the limit. I mean, remember, he's just heard from our Lord about the importance of fraternal correction. And the Lord at the end said that if this guy refuses to listen to the church, well then, well, let him be like a Gentile or a tax collector. So maybe, maybe Peter was thinking, well, seven times that, you know, he guy hasn't listened to me. I can't forgive him an eighth time. That's just like way too much. But I just want some confirmation from our Lord. <laughs> but we know what Jesus said. We all remember the phrase. Jesus answered, no, no. No, you must forgive. Not seven times, I tell you, but 77 times. So we know that this expression is a way of saying that we must forgive always in our life. It must be an act, you could say, that is well entrenched in our reactions and just in our way of thinking. So the Lord then goes on to tell this parable about the servant who was forgiven a massive debt, but then he saw somebody who owed him money, and he refused uh, to forgive him in turn. In fact, he even seized him by the throat, you know, like an act of violence. You know, he's demanding that he pay what he owed him, and he was he was clearly like a very angry guy. He had let like resentment fester in his soul, and he was refusing to forgive. And we know how this weakens us. Indeed, it can even paralyze us in some way. Now, you know, I was in Edmonton recently, in July, when Pope Francis came to Canada for his penitential trip, in which he came to ask pardon on Canadian soil for any harm that some Catholics had done to the natives over the years following these government policies. So, well, before the Mass began, I, I found a place there with other priests who were concelebrating. And we were there quite early, so there were announcements and speakers and musicians trying to energize the crowd and even natives playing their, their drums and stuff. But then the, the tone changed when one of the most well-known chiefs of the Assembly of First Nations spoke on this giant screen to the crowd. He was dressed in this beautiful feathered headgear, you know, with these real eagle feathers and and I mean, not just anybody can wear this. These are, you know, real signs of honor and respect. And that's why, you know, they offered it also to the Pope. And so, well, there he is on the screen and he's addressing the crowd, speaking very, like, slowly. Uh, and and he's speaking about the suffering that some of his people had endured. And he was, well, he was going at it kind of like gently, but he was mounting to a key point. And I was thinking as he's speaking that he, well, he's going to go and demand that the Pope apologize to his people now but in the end, this seemed rather, well, secondary, because what he said was, 
He said the most important thing for reconciliation to truly take place is that we forgive. We must, he said, actively forgive. And oh, you could feel the silence in the crowd, and, and, and he repeated it again. And isn't that true for all of us? For us to advance, to go forward in our interior life, in our vocation, in our relationships, in our friendships, in your marriage. Isn't it true that we have to forgive often? And, of course, we need to be reminded of this because forgiveness, by definition, is not easy. It's hard. And if we don't forgive often, well, we become very, very fragile. And, indeed, it's very hard to move forward. You know, I was reading this book by C.S. Lewis. Uh, it's a book on his uh, reflections on the Psalms. It's a beautiful book. And he talks about certain maledictory Psalms, right, that wish evil on one's enemies. And he notices that the Psalms, the psalmist has this tendency to ruminate on, on some injury and to dwell in a kind of self-torture on every circumstance that aggravates it. And, uh, and he says that, well, we can recognize ourselves in the way sometimes the psalmist speaks. And like he gives the example of Psalm 139, where it's all full of beautiful praise. And then at the end, he throws in, the psalmist throws in this line, Wilt thou not slay the wicked, O God? You know, like slay, slay the wicked, right? And, um, or, or for example, the, the Lord is my shepherd, the famous beautiful psalm, you know, after speaking about green pastures and the waters of comfort and the sure confidence in the valley of the shadow of death, you know, confidence in God. Suddenly, we run across this line. Thou shalt prepare a table for me against them that trouble me. And well, there's many other examples, right, of kind of like this resentment there, right? And so he says that uh, the Psalms in general are just—they're just not very subtle about their resentments. You know, we ourselves we can be like much more subtle, let's say, more disguising of our ill will. Right? And we might say, "Well." He'll live to be sorry for it. As if we were kind of just predicting regretfully that something might happen, but really we're like way satisfied that something bad is going to happen to whoever, you know. So it's important eh, that we remember that that forgiveness is not easy and we have to work on it. That's what we have to talk about. That's why we have to encourage it in ourselves and in others. And I've, I've heard it say, you know, have I forgiven him for what he did that day? Well, I've forgiven him more times than I can count. <laughs> Isn't that true? More times than I can count. So f- so we find that that work of forgiveness has to be done more times, over and over again. And we forgive, well, we mortify resentment, and then a week later some chain of thought carries us back to the original offense, and we discover that old resentment, like, blazing away as if nothing had been done about it at all. So that's why we have to forgive our brother, our sister, you know, 70 times, seven, you know, uh, which means always. And because the Christian message is all about forgiveness. And that was like revolutionary in its time. And it continues to be revolutionary. And it, it just brought a, a complete change to the old paradigm of an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. And so, how should we do this? How should we forgive? We should forgive as God has forgiven us. That's what St. John Chrysostom says. Nothing makes us resemble God so much 
as always being ready uh, to forgive. So we, we reflect God by the way we forgive. So let's think, maybe there's something somebody has done to me, or a passing comment maybe, or they maybe showed some kind of disdain or were disrespectful, or just plain rude. And maybe they did it like often. Lord Jesus, give me the grace to forgive them, to understand them. And don't let them, don't let the fire rage, like seethe within me. And, you know, I still remember years ago now hearing the news about Pope John Paul II being shot in 1981. And uh, when the teacher in class announced it, one fellow just bolted for the door. He ran out. He went down to the village church to pray. And I wasn't Catholic at the time, but later he was the only Catholic. But I asked him, why did you run down to the church? And uh, were you going to pray for the healing of the Pope? He said, well, yes, of course. But most of all, he said, I went to pray the Our Father so that we could all forgive this man. That was his most important thing, that we forgive this man who shot him. Indeed, a few days later, the Pope, as he was recuperating, they projected his voice in St. Peter's Square. And the first thing that he said was that he prayed for those who had been injured with him. But he said, as to my assailant, I forgive him from the depths of my heart. The words really resonated with me back then. I forgive him. That was my introduction to Catholicism. And I thank God because, well, within a little over a year after that, and God gave me the grace to to be received into the church. Thanks to that example of Pope John Paul II, who forgave. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's the Memorial of St. Clair of Assisi. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. 
in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. Look, Look on us, Lord, and, and see how we are despised. And yet, you have rejected and spurned and are angry with the one you have anointed. You have broken your covenant with your servant and dishonored his crown in the dust. You have broken down all his walls and reduced his fortresses to ruins. He is despoiled by all who pass by. He has become the taunt of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have made his sword give way. You have not upheld him in battle. You have brought his glory to an end. You have hurled his throne to the ground. You have cut short the years of his youth. You have heaped disgrace upon him. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Look Look on us, Lord, and and see how we are despised. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like a fire? Remember, Lord, the shortness of my life, and how frail you have made the sons of men. What man can live and never see death? Who can save himself from the grasp of the grave? Where are your mercies of the past, O Lord, which you have sworn in your faithfulness to David? Remember, Lord, how your servant is taunted, how I have to bear all the insults of the peoples. Thus your enemies taunt me, O Lord, mocking your anointed at every step. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God of mercy and fidelity, you made a new and lasting pact with men and sealed it in the blood of your Son. Forgive the folly of our disloyalty and make us keep your commandments, so that in your new covenant, we may be witnesses and heralds of your faithfulness and love on earth and sharers of your glory in heaven. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. O Lord, You have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, you are God, without beginning or end. You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger, our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exalt and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction 
for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was 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 in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, you give us life despite our guilt and even add days and years to our lives in order to bring us wisdom. Make us love and obey you so that the works of our hands may always display what your hands have done until the day we gaze upon the beauty of your face. Our Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are are eternal. You have shown me how to live. You will fill me with joy in your presence. From the book of the prophet Micah. Thus says the Lord, Now fence yourself in, bat gatter. They have laid siege against us. With the rod they strike on the cheek the ruler of Israel. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, too small to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient times. Therefore the Lord will give them up until the time when she who is to give birth has born, and the rest of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel. He shall stand firm and shepherd his flock by the strength of the Lord, in the majestic name of the Lord, his God. And they shall remain, for now his greatness shall reach to the ends of the earth. He shall be peace. If Assyria invades our country and treads upon our land, we shall raise against it seven shepherds, eight men of royal rank. And they shall tend the land of Assyria with a sword, and the land of Nimrod with a drawn sword. And we shall be delivered from Assyria, if it invades our land and treads upon our borders. The remnant of Jacob shall be in the midst of many peoples, like dew coming from the Lord, like raindrops on the grass, which wait for no man, nor tarry for the sons of men. And the remnant of Jacob shall be among the nations in the midst of many peoples, like a lion amongst beasts of the forest, like a young lion among flocks of sheep. When it passes through, it tramples and tears, and there is none to deliver. Bethlehem, city of God Most High, from you will come forth a ruler for Israel, one whose origin will go back to the distant past, to ancient times. His greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and and he he will will be be our peace. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His dominion will extend from sea to sea. And he will be our peace. A reading from a letter to Blessed Agnes of Prague by St. Clare, Virgin. Happy indeed is she who is granted a place at the divine banquet, for she may cling with her inmost heart to him whose beauty eternally awes the blessed hosts of heaven, to him whose love inspires love, whose contemplation refreshes, whose generosity satisfies, whose gentleness delights, whose memory shines sweetly as the dawn, to him whose fragrance revives the dead, 
and whose glorious vision will bless all citizens of that heavenly Jerusalem. For he is the splendor of eternal glory, the brightness of eternal light, and the mirror without cloud. Queen and Bride of Jesus Christ, look into that mirror daily, and study well your reflection, that you may adorn yourself, mind and body, with an enveloping garment of every virtue, and thus find yourself attired in flowers and gowns befitting the daughter and most chaste bride of the King on high. In this mirror, blessed poverty, holy humility, and ineffable love are also reflected. With the grace of God, the whole mirror will be your source of contemplation. Behold, I say, the birth of this mirror. Behold his poverty, even as he was laid in the manger and wrapped in swaddling clothes. What wondrous humility! What marvelous poverty! The King of angels, the Lord of heaven and earth, resting in a manger. Look more deeply into the mirror and meditate on his humility, or simply on his poverty. Behold the many labors and sufferings he endured to redeem the human race. Then in the depths of this very mirror, ponder his unspeakable love, which caused him to suffer on the wood of the cross and to endure the most shameful kind of death. The mirror himself, from his position on the cross, warned passers-by to weigh carefully this act, as he said, All of you who pass by this way, behold and see if there is any sorrow like mine. Let us answer his cries and lamentations with one voice and one spirit. I will be mindful and remember, and my soul will be consumed within me. In this way, Queen of the King of Heaven, your love will burn with an ever brighter flame. Consider all his indescribable delights, his unending riches and honors, and sigh for what is beyond your love and heart's content, as you cry out, Draw me on. We will run after you in the perfume of your ointment, heavenly spouse. Let me run and not faint until you lead me into your wine cellar. Your left hand rests under my head. Your right arm joyfully embraces me, and you kiss me with the sweet kiss of your lips. As you rest in this state of contemplation, remember your poor mother and know that I have indelibly written your happy memory into my heart for you are dearer to me than all the others. Though my flesh and my heart may fail, God, God is, is my, my strength, strength and my, and my portion, portion forever. forever. I count all that this world offers as worthless, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him. God, God is, is my, my strength, strength and, and my portion, portion forever. O oh God, who in your mercy led St. Clair to a love of poverty, grant, through her intercession, that, following Christ in poverty of spirit, we may merit to contemplate you one day in the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, and today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
If you want to make up your will in just about 20 minutes, Relevant Radio Partner Free Will has the solution for you, and it's free. Just go to relevantradio.com slash free will. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's all about forgiveness. You have to do it. It's from the 18th and 19th chapters of the Gospel of Matthew. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? I do not say to you seven times, but seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the reckoning, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees imploring him, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. Out of pity for him, the Lord of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But that same servant, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and besought him. Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused, and went and put him in prison till he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant! I forgave you all that debt because you besought me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? In anger, his Lord delivered him to the jailers till he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Now when Jesus had finished these sayings, he went away from Galilee and entered the region of Judea beyond the Jordan. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Yesterday we talked about gratitude. Today, let's ponder the best way of giving thanks in this lifetime. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. In the Holy Mass, we offer with the priest this holy and perfect sacrifice, an act of thanksgiving of infinite value. We unite to this sacrifice the poverty of our own thanksgiving. Look with favor on these offerings, we pray, each day, 
and accept them as you once accepted the gifts of your servant Abel, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the bread and wine offered by your priest Melchizedek. Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever. With Christ, united to him, we are enabled to say, I will pay you everything. The Mass is the most perfect act of thanksgiving we can offer to God. The whole life of Christ was one continuous act of thanksgiving to the Father, an interior attitude which became apparent on different occasions in words and gestures, as we know from the Gospels. Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, exclaims Jesus after the resurrection of Lazarus. Similarly, at the multiplication of the loaves and fishes, Christ gives thanks before the food is distributed to the people. At the Last Supper he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them. It is through the miracle of the curing of the ten lepers that we get an insight into our Lord's desire for gratitude. Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? asks Jesus in disbelief. Christ frequently warns his disciples about the sin of ingratitude. They should be wary of the fate of those who are blessed with many gifts but give no thanks for any of them. Since they are accustomed to receive things, they have come to think of the gifts as their rightful due. But everything is a gift from God. To be in harmony with God presupposes that we receive his favors with the grateful spirit of one who knows the value of what he is getting. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. So said our Lord to the Samaritan woman who was on the verge of shutting herself off from grace. Our thanksgiving to God for so many, many gifts which we cannot repay is what we must unite to Christ's thanksgiving in the Holy Mass. He who is grateful can see the good things of this world with clear eyes. This is why we should participate every day in the holy sacrifice of the Mass, telling our Father God in union with Jesus Christ how good you are, Father. Thank you for everything. I give you thanks for those goods which I can see all around me and for those others, so many others which you have given me, yet are hidden from my sight. What shall I render to the Lord for all his bounty to me? We might ask ourselves each day with the psalmist. We will not find a better way to give due thanks than by participating in the Holy Mass each day with greater and greater devotion, offering to the Father the sacrifice of the Son to which we add our humble personal oblation. Bless and approve our offering, making it acceptable to you, an offering in spirit and in truth. Christ's presence in the tabernacle is another motive for giving thanks with a heart full of joy. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find that at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 13 minutes before the hour. We pray with the whole church on this memorial of St. Clair. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God.
On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children. And Zion shall be called Mother, for all shall be her children. It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In his register of peoples he writes, These are her children. And while they dance, they will sing. In you all find their home. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it, was it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, your only Son wept over ancient Jerusalem soon to be destroyed for its lack of faith. He established the new Jerusalem firmly upon rock and made it the mother of the faithful. Make us rejoice in your church and grant that all people may be reborn into the freedom of your spirit. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. The Lord, Lord, the the mighty mighty conqueror, conqueror will will come. He He will bring bring with him the prize of victory. victory. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd he feeds his flock. In his arms he gathers the lambs carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. Who has cupped in his hand the waters of the sea and marked off the heavens with a span? Who has held in a measure the dust of the earth, weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance? Who has directed the spirit of the Lord or has instructed him as his counselor? Whom did he consult to gain knowledge? Who taught him the path of judgment, or showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations count as a drop of the bucket, as rust on the scales. The coastlands weigh no more than powder. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor its animals be enough for holocausts. Before him, all the nations are as naught as nothing, and void he accounts them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. The Lord is king. The peoples tremble. He is throned on the cherubim. The earth quakes. The Lord is great in Zion. 
He is supreme over all the peoples. Let them praise his name, so terrible and great. He is holy, full of power. You are a king who loves what is right. You have established equity, justice, and right. You have established them in Jacob. Exalt the Lord, our God. Bow down before Zion, his footstool. He, the Lord, is holy. Among his priests were Aaron and Moses. Among those who invoked his name was Samuel. They invoked the Lord, and he answered. To them he spoke in the pillar of cloud. They did his will. They kept the law, which he, the Lord, had given. O Lord our God, you answered them. For them you were a God who forgives, yet you punished all their offenses. Exalt the Lord our God, bow down before his holy mountain. For the Lord our God is holy. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. God, you are the source of all holiness. Though no one can see you and live, you give life most generously and in an even greater way restore it. Sanctify your priests through your life-giving word and consecrate your people in his blood until our eyes see your face. Give Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. A reading from the Song of Songs. Deep waters cannot quench love, nor floods sweep it away. Were one to offer all he owns to purchase love, he would be roundly mocked. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My heart is ever pleading, show me your face. My My heart heart is is ever ever pleading, pleading, show me your face. I long to gaze upon you, Lord. Show Show me me your face. face. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My My heart heart is ever pleading, show me your face. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Christ is the spouse and crowning glory of virgins, Let us praise him with joy in our voices and pray to him with sincerity in our hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Christ, the holy virgins loved you as their one true spouse. Grant that nothing may separate us from your love. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. You crowned Mary, your mother, queen of virgins. Through her intercession, let us continually serve you with pure hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Your handmaids were always careful to love you with whole and undivided attention, that they might be holy in body and spirit. Through their intercession, grant that the lore of this passing world may not distract our attention from you. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Lord Jesus, you are the spouse whose coming was anticipated by the wise virgins. Grant that we may wait for you in hope and expectation. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Through the intercession of the saint and virgin we commemorate today, who was one of the wise and prudent virgins, grant us wisdom and innocence of life. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who in your mercy led St. Clare to a love of poverty, grant, through her intercession, that, following Christ in poverty of spirit, we may merit to contemplate you one day in the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.